and we are live. Welcome back to the Triple Cross Podcast. Today, we are talking jaw suspension. Jaw suspension. The jaw suspension The jaw suspension episode. What's it going to be? I don't know. I'm here with Casey. I'm here with Jared, and we're going to talk about it right after this. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. All right, all right, all right. Excited to uh, talk some hoops, man. It's been too long, Jared. How you doing? Way too long. Doing great, yeah. Excited to chat hoops as well. It's been too long. It's a it's a little different today, though. We got me and Casey in person. What's up, bro? And you're the man. Hey, hello. It's right. nice to meet you. I'm, Casey. I'm John. We've never met before. Yeah, first time <laughs> meeting in real life. Um, and Jared's the one joining us from his room. Yeah, how do you right. like being in the little box? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's great, you know. I just you know, I love that I was on our TV in the back. <laughs> just, yeah. Um, but we are talking jaw today but first let's let's do the sponsor thing let's not forget to do the sponsor thing and uh yeah so i'll i'll go first today's episode is brought to you by ondar everyday carry goods they got stuff like this wallet right there let me make sure i got it got it lined up so look at that little card in the front that's our hotel card that's where casey and i are right now is in a hotel got a card in the back you can also use that one for cash a lot of people use that one for cash and then you got bam bam there's your cards Whammy. Okay. Yeah, pretty cool. On our pilot wallet, it's in stock right now. It's almost always out of stock, right? So it's out of stock like two-thirds or three-quarters of the time. They can't keep it in stock. It is in stock right now. Go to ondar.com or click the link in the description and use code TRIPLE15 to get 15% off in Ondar Pilot. Today's episode is brought to you by the pilot. You can get anything at Ondar. You don't have to get a pilot. The code will work on anything, but highly suggest the pilot. It's what I use. And if you don't go tonight, you might not get one. So wait yeah, after the show, but go immediately but after the show. Immediately after the show. Get you that pilot. Go get yourself a pilot. Also, this show is brought to you by Canadips. Canadips, the brand best known for bringing CBD straight to your doorstep. Order it online and little tiny, uh, they, they actually have little like canisters. It comes in little pouches in the canisters. Uh, you pop those into your uh, your little oral cavity, and you might have a big oral cavity. No, right. yeah. Uh, you put it in there, and you feel good. So uh, go check out Candidates. Go uh, use uh, ooh, code uh, Belly20 or Belly Up 20. I think it's Belly Up 20. You know, I don't have it in front of me today, but uh, go check it out. You can save 20% off your uh, – if, you know, if that doesn't work, try the 15s too. Uh, either save 15 or 20%. Uh, we're on location today, guys, so cut us a break. Try Candidips. Check it out. Today's episode's also also brought to you by Perk Chinos. Perk Chinos are chinos that makes make the sometimes. Is that what they make? Yeah, they make blah 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 blah. Is that a bubble gum? Yeah, it's a uh, chino bubble gum. Chino, chino bubble flavored bubble gum. Perkchinos.com. No, Perk clothing is not associated with any chino flavored bubble gum products. Perk clothing. They make chinos that make man butts look good. I look at a lot of man butts, and I can tell you they do not look good for the most part, unless they're Jared's. Jared's looks pretty good, no matter what he's wearing. <laughs> uh, 
but but anybody's can look good in perk uh they move the spacing around in the chinos that makes that freeze up freeze up the front Sometimes, sometimes uh, dress pants, chinos are a little tight in the front. Yeah, not enough spacing up there. Let's go ahead and say they make your front look better too. They they make your front feel better, that's for sure, and that's right. that's what's important in the front, you know. Um, and then they front. make the back look better. Uh, her, there's actually link in the description. So for them, it's link in the description for buy one get one fifty percent off. Casey, who else? Uh, this episode is brought to you by Triple Cross Podcast. Our giveaway, our NBA giveaway. You can win, you can enter to win uh, any jersey of your choice. Uh, we will fund that for you if you are the winner of our giveaway. Uh, go to, it's in the show notes as well. So drop down below into the show notes if you are interested in winning yourself your choice of an NBA jersey. Uh, we're talking jaw today. If you're kind of into like, just like overall, just kind of mischief and like just some like questionable Life decisions. Yeah. Life decisions. Yeah. Maybe get yourself a jaw jersey. You never know. Or somebody else. Yeah. Or some maybe else. somebody else. Right. Today so let's do some... some Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh Draymond Green, you know. Yeah. Get the technical foul. Maybe Desmond Bain. There's gonna be yeah. a kind of a, a scoring void on that team, so you never know. Tyus Jones. You know, some you know. probably the better breakdown call. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Glad everyone's here. Every what up everybody? Thanks for hopping in the chat. August, are y'all live on playback? If you guys don't know, we've been going live to playback a lot. We're kind of doing more of like a private community, smaller community thing there. So join us on playback if you want. Um, and it is, we're doing more like live streams, watch alongs, things like that on playback. It's a lot of fun. It's a pretty cool platform for playback for live stream. But no, this is the normal weekly show. August, we're not live on playback today. Um, NBA shop gift cards. Yes, we are giving away two NBA shop gift cards today. Uh, everybody who hops in the chat, you got to hop in the chat and tell us, what should we have them tell us? I what's your favorite what's your shoe size? Yeah. Hop in the chat and tell us your shoe size in European sizing. I'm just kidding. Any sizing. Um, it, tell us your shoe size. Felix, you can be in European sizing. For you. Is that random enough? I'm the random guy on this show. Yeah. Random? Tell me your shoe size in the chat. You get entered to win an NBA shop gift card. We're giving away two $25 gift cards today. Ben, what up? Felix. Or Michael, sorry, what up? Uh, Felix, in person hits different. Felix, Jared and I are always in person. Are you saying that? <laughs> <laughs> what the heck, man? is great, but ours is great. Yeah, ours is, the, ours is 20 years <laughs> in chemistry. Forged, forged, a deep forged in the fires of, yeah. <laughs> the hottest fires of Cornwall yes. and <laughs> Joe Rogan needs to take notes. Hotel room po- podcasts are the new trend. You know what I've actually seen as the new trend on podcasts is RVs. People drive their RV around and do it. It's probably like busting with the boys style. They kind of set that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't well, think that bus is mobile, though. Well, like if Steve-O has one where he does that. Yeah, I think he Steve-O, he does the RV podcast. Hey, guys. Up is that? I'm going to put a sparkler <laughs> in my phone hole. Yeah. Um, August hopping in. Uh, Felix. Joe always watching TCP. That's right. So that's Matt behind the scenes. He's Dang in the chat. Ben, you got some big feet, bro. Ben Hansen got some. He got some. He's got some boats. Dang. He's got you know some what they say about big feet. Big shoes. That's, it. that's what they say about it. I like how I can easily exist. It's been it's been a lot of me and Casey today. Jared, how you doing? Doing great. Yeah, I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm jealous though you, where you guys are at. I mean, it's been snowing all day here, and so. Oh, that dude. has not been great, but I love talking sports, so it's much it better is, now. It is weird to be wearing a t-shirt down here. Like, everyone else is wearing, like, jackets. And we're like, it's so nice, though. Yeah. Uh, one of these days, we'll get all three of us in person, and then it will be 
an amazing podcast. I got to shout out some of the people in the chat. I mean, we were live last night, like we already talked about. Yeah. Great to see some people here, what, like uh, barely more than 12 hours later, really? Yeah. August, 11 and a half. August was on with us last night. August. I believe August. I don't know. I don't know if August won that. Sorry if you didn't. Sorry. I didn't mean to bring up bad memories, but I know you yeah. got nominated for some because I think that was me. Yeah. All right. All right. Is all right. That... Never mind. Let's talk John Morant. Uh, you've been with us. We've talked about this a little bit, but I want to bring up something. I guess we could have screen shared this, but I'm not screen sharing it. Gilbert Arenas. I don't know. Did you? If you saw Jared, or if you saw Casey, the video. I think Gilbert Arenas has a podcast. He talked about his thing earlier today. So. The reason, Jared, do you know the reason why people have been saying 50-game suspension? Yeah, it's because so Gilbert Arenas, I know he pulled a gun on Javaris Crittenton, and he was suspended for 50 games, I believe, back you know when he was on the Wizards. I don't know what year, uh, 2009 or something around that time. That's yeah. my understanding of it, and they're comparing it to Gilbert's situation. Yes, so that is exactly right. The reason that we're talking a 50 game suspension is because everybody basically thinks that Gilbert Arenas got a 50 game suspension for gun related stuff. Uh, Gilbert went and like cleared it all up today on his podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's kind of wild, honestly. So here's what Gilbert Arenas says. All right. So as, as told by Gilbert Arenas, take it however you want it. So Gilbert Arenas says it is, I never ever actually got suspended for anything gun related. So what he got suspended for was like mentally, something like mentally unfit or like a detriment to the team, you know, essentially because of his behavior, because of his reaction to the media, but it was this big story, right? Um, But when they were handing him the 50 game suspension, essentially what David Stern told him was like, hey, it's gonna be 50 games. And Gilbert Arenas pointed out two different situations where other players, had been on an NBA on a team bus, which is NBA property, with a loaded gun, and a team plane, which is NBA property, with a loaded gun, or the same player had been on a bus and then a plane two different times, and he got two games the first time and three games the second time. So Gilbert Ooh. Arenas is saying, like, hey, the established protocol here is that it's two games. This is my first defense with a gun on NBA property. It's two games, right? Like, that's the established protocol, and he was essentially probably ready to go to the Players Association with that. So he was saying, like, I'm not taking your 50-game suspension. And then David Stern said, you are going to take – this is according to Gil. You are going to take the 50-game suspension or I'm going to come after your contract. And so Gilbert Arenas was like, okay, well, I'm not going to fight the commissioner of the NBA. Um, But, yeah, so he he just took that suspension and see you next season. That's what he says happened. But the official reasoning was actually like that he was mentally unfit. So that's kind of wild reaction to that. What does that mean for Jaw? Do you think that because because what you were telling me earlier today, Denver isn't going to like press charge. Denver isn't going to pursue an investigation. The city mm-hmm. of Denver. Yeah. So that's really interesting. And I think for me personally, I definitely think like Jaw, he'll be out for a while. But I think that's a David Stern thing. Because I, I'd heard an article as well from Carmelo Anthony this year where, where basically David Stern had told him in, during 2007-2008, basically threatening him, like saying like, dude, we have like feds, like we are watching you, we know what you're doing. Like, and, and, I, and I think Adam Silver's a lot different, like the way he's gone about things, the way he's managed things. And so I do, I could see a suspension, a pretty like decent, hefty suspension. 
but I don't think it's going to be as hard as David Stern kind of had a reputation for being like a, like a hard nose, like it's my way or the highway. And I think Adam Silver is a lot different than that. That's how I think. I still think he'll be suspended probably most of the regular season, if not the whole postseason as well. But. Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, yeah. And so responding to the chat there, Aaron, um, the question, the thing we're talking about is uh, John Morant, how long will the suspension be? Essentially, Gilbert Arenas came out today and said, look, a gun suspension isn't 50 games because I was actually technically suspended for something else. They're trying, it just got so big in the media that they had to make it a big suspension. Felix asked what year it was. It was 2009, the Gilbert Arenas thing. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying David Stern had a reputation for being harder nosed or, or softer, Jerry? Yeah, I think like hard, like harder nosed. Like like he laid down the boot. I mean, he didn't even allow the CP3 trade. He vetoed it himself when that whole thing did, when he was traded to LA for Pau Gasol. And so, yeah. and then hearing Melo's story, I, I, I really don't think it'll be as hard, but I don't know. That being said, it's it's hard to say where Jaw had the incident this summer with the 17-year-old. I think having multiple instances could make them have a situation where they might be like, hey, you need to get some help, like whether it be mentally or just, I don't know, all the, the situation. Maybe the team will suspend him. Maybe it'll be a, a commissioner thing. But I definitely think he'll, he'll be out probably most of the regular season, if not the whole regular season, and potentially postseason as well. Uh, oh, okay. So you think he's done for the season, basically? Well, it's considering the fact we have like, I mean, what we have like a month left of regular season. I could see him just being out. Do you think he's regular? You think what? What I mean when I say he's going to be done for the season. So essentially, I think what happened to Gilbert Arenas is that it wasn't actually fifty games. It was like the rest of the season, including yeah. the postseason, and that ended up being fifty games. Right. That and that makes um, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you think that's going to happen to Jaw as well at this point? I think for sure, probably the whole regular season. I don't know about postseason yet. I, I could see them figuring out a way. His jaw ones, or if they're still supposed to drop in April, I could see. I mean, it's a business at the end of the day. And I could see jaw still, if, if you know, he makes amends and, and things are okay and, and he's seeming to be mentally, like, fine. I could see him getting in for the postseason. But I don't know. It's it's a tough situation. And, I, I yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see. Um, the coach said it's going to be a long healing process. So it's kind of vague, but the, the Grizzlies coach. Yeah, he said it's going to be a, it's he's out indefinitely and it'll be a long healing process. But I don't know what that means. What do you think the difference is between like, is there a difference between this situation and the Gilbert Arena, the Jaw situation and the Gilbert Arena situation? The biggest difference in my mind, and I mean, I'm I'm not as closely. Well, I mean, the Gilbert Arena situation is kind of more news to me, honestly. Right. But I'd say no matter what sport, no matter what activity organization you're talking about the big difference is social climate has changed a million fold interesting like around guns specifically or well just around anything like social behavior is kind of it's easier to i mean we have that whole wave waves of cancellations of people since that time and people are way more trigger happy in canceling people based off of any kind of questionable activity these days and i'm not saying he's getting outright canceled but i think to meet that same precedent that was already set is kind of like where a lot of people like start the conversation. Maybe those are kind of like the Twitter warriors, but uh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me one bit if they went that steep with it. And it kind of sounds to me like based off what everybody's talking about, whether it's the organization who does it, I'm sure the league would prefer that. So they don't have to do that guys. But if the team doesn't do it, it sounds like maybe the league just will. They don't. Well, do you think it's the team's responsibility? Like, do you think that Memphis is responsible to do anything about this? 
I personally, I mean, my take on it, I don't even believe that that's how the league or the team should operate, but I just think that's how it will play out kind of thing. But uh, I think the team's best interest is the team's best interest. you got to sell tickets. Um, you got to kind of try to walk that line, yeah. not go too far either way. I think the team doesn't want to overreact one way or the other. The league is a little bit harder pressed to, like, make a decision, I think, earlier. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, I think the, the team could do a slap on the wrist kind of thing, and most people go, like, okay, like, they did something. It's up to the league to do something bigger if they want to. Yeah. And the league is harder pressed to make that, like, big decision. I don't think it's on the team to do anything at all. I And I wish we wouldn't do that, honestly. Me too. Like, as a sports, like, uh, even with the, this goes back to the Chua Tagalovia, Tagalovia uh, thing. Uh, I have it right? Tongue of folding chair. The, yeah. To, <laughs> yeah. To a tongue of folding chair. Uh, <laughs> to like, a tongue of Iloa for anybody. Tongue of Iloa. Okay. So, like, this goes back to that because, like, I was, I kind of wanted us, I'm like, I wish we as a people would absolve the Dolphins a little bit and say, like, the Dolphins, like, what you're supposed to do as a team is follow the protocol and then act in your best interest, which is the player, right? And, and like, not have this, like, extra thing. But then some of the players came out and said, like, I had coaches that protected me from myself and stuff like that. Game, Okay, look, maybe I don't have the inside knowledge that the player has, and maybe I'm wrong on that. I'm willing to admit that. But, like, I do wish we as fans wouldn't put so much responsibility on the team. In this circumstance, I think responsibilities on City of Denver, NBA, and the Memphis Grizzlies are like, the Memphis Grizzlies should be like, we got Jaws back. When can he play? We want him to play. Okay. We're not going to like go out of our way to punish him or do anything about this. Jared, your take on that. Right. Yeah. I, I 100% agree with you guys. I think it, at the end of the day, it's a business. And like you said, the, the, the team, the Grizzlies, for example, they have to act in their best interest, which is play Jaw. They're trying to win championships. That's their goal. That right. being said, and 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 obviously, I don't necessarily, I don't agree with the things he's done, but I mean, it's a little different. He didn't pull a gun on his teammate, so I wouldn't say he's being a threat to his team. He's just making poor decisions out in the public, and that's where yeah. I think you, you, if I'm the Grizzlies, I, I play him if there's no um like constraints. You give it up to the league. They're the ones that have the brand, the image that they're, and it's up to them, you know, how they want that to be seen and how they want to suspend him. But I 100% agree with with making it a league decision rather than a team decision. So yeah. just to bring it back to John's point, I actually do think it's kind of apples and oranges to the two of things because it's kind of about player safety and right. different issues. But okay. uh, right. the kind of consensus is that there was a near miss by the Dolphins in handling it, uh, maybe being too aggressive, putting Tua back in the lineup. Mm-hmm. But I think the consensus now would be – because they, they rebounded hard the other way. They right. super conservative. And I think just about every NFL fan uh, – Didn't like that. Oh, well, no, they do like it. They, they, yeah. they appreciate that they were – Player safety was first and foremost. If anything, there were a few people who yeah. they would, kind of would have forced him back in, but that's the m- minority. Yeah. So, yeah. Hop in the chat. Let us know what you think about this whole thing. You know, like how long should the should the NBA make an example of? So, I want to hit on 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 a few more things, and then we're gonna hop into an NBA gift shop gift card, an NBA shop gift card giveaway wheel spin in a second. If you haven't hopped into the chat, make sure you hop into the chat so that you can get in on that gift card giveaway. Um, but Felix said something. This is all like kind of in a row, and it leads to a question that I want to ask. So they were probably mad about Gilbert. Jared said the story of he pulled a gun on a teammate. It was an unloaded gun, according to Gilbert. Uh, he pulled a gun on the teammate. That teammate also got suspended for that same number of games or whatever. So like there's some kind of backstory there, but like the public narrative was, Gilbert Arenas pulled a gun on a teammate, right? Like he's a thug, right? Um, 
they rely more on Jaws face for NBA revenue. I want your take on that, Jared, because Gilbert Arenas was a big deal in 2009. Like he was, he was one of the dudes. Um, and then Casey, I want your thoughts on this. Does it matter how big of a role model they are? So Jared, you go first. Do they rely more on Jaws face for revenue now than they did for Gilbert Arenas back in 2009? Right. And I think it's a close one because, yeah, people that that were, you know, our casuals might not realize that. I mean, Gilbert Arenas was like legit. He was on NBA Live, the cover. He was an all star. He was legit. That being said, I do think that it's a bigger deal because Jaw now with his new Nike deal. I mean, he's he's the heir to Kyrie Irving is like the, the point guard of Nike. And it literally just dropped. And with that and the Grizzlies like being a hot top team in the West. I, I do think it's it's a bigger deal. And I think with Jaw, like how much revenue and how much like excitement he does bring, I think that's going to make a huge factor into the decision. And like as much as you want to say it or don't want to say it, it's a business. And mm-hmm. like, of course, they're going to need to do what's good and, and potentially suspend him and stuff. But the quicker they get Jaw on the court, I mean, think of how many people in Memphis might not go to a game because Jaw's not playing. But if he's playing, they're going to games. It's a business at the end of the day. And so... I'll be curious to see, but I think the quicker they can get on him on the court is what they're going to do because he's huge I mean, they for make, NBA. They make their most money during playoff basketball. There, right. you know, and and so if Jaws out during the playoffs, that definitely hurts their their revenue making capability. Right. If, if so, so essentially, your take is that like Jaws superstardom bails him out a little bit here, maybe than it more than it would if if this happened to someone who wasn't a superstar. Casey, your right. take on that, and should it matter that he's like uh, how big of a role model they are. Yeah. Key point right before that, different from the NFL, as far as I know, no revenue sharing between NBA teams, not the same amount at least, uh, where NFL revenue is kind of shared across the teams. Mm-hmm. So the league is already kind of taking that into consideration. Different in this situation because the Grizzlies would be more concerned with that than the league itself. Right. The league goes, sucks for you. Grizzlies go, no, it doesn't. We're not going to suspend. Anyway, right. um, does it matter if he's a role model? Well, I mean, undoubtedly, Jaw is a role model to some people. Sure. Does it matter in this? The answer is yes. My perspective is it should not. And you can call that a hot take if you want. I have never been on board with, like, athletes or role models to certain people because, mm. like, they are not trained to be that. They are trained to be good at their sport, first and foremost. Sometimes upon arriving in the league, maybe not even that. I would say more like arriving, like, superstardom is where they get this other thing put on them. Yeah, this and... mantle. This mantle that's, like, very nebulous and hard for them to define and like what does it mean to be, be a, a good, good boy yeah yeah be, and and like this person's consideration of what's a good role model and this person's exactly. are like what if i it's actually awesome don't time. do anything stupid but you know you don't like that i whine all the time for fouls and so you think i'm a bad role model like it is very exactly it's kind of a slippery slope you definitely don't want them like legislating stuff like that but that said they're undoubtedly going to do that yeah. Because the leagues especially, if not the teams, again, in the NFL, the teams kind of take control of it a little bit more because they're concerned with their image to some degree because they're getting the revenue split no matter what. Yeah. Uh, but the league in the NBA, to my knowledge, is going to care a little bit more about the image of all of its teams and the whole league in general. So are they going to do something that I don't like? My take is they probably will go – they'll go harsh. I'm, I'm on the harsh side of what they'll probably do. Yeah. So, well, and you said the other day that you're actually, like, okay with, like, the make an example type punishment. Yeah. You think that they should do that here? And you, wait. 
Uh, so you both yes. think that they will do that and that they should do that here. And also that they shouldn't do it. I'll fully speak out oh. of both sides of my mouth. Okay. I think they will do it, but maybe for the wrong reason. I think the league should keep control. You know what I mean? I'm, <laughs> I'm all for making an example of a guy, maybe because he's a superstar. Uh-huh. You did call me out on that one because we did go live last night and I talked about that. Yeah. I get the league wanting to keep control and not losing. Because once you let superstars get away with stuff that you wouldn't let other guys get away with, that is a slippery slope as well. So I'm all for right. taking control of the situation, making an example. Although I wouldn't necessarily say that this is one of those situations where you have to make the guy an example based on what happened. Right. If that makes sense. Okay. So I'm speaking out of both sides, but I think right. not at the same time. Yeah. Jared, anything yeah. to add to that? Yeah. Well, I think just something to touch back on the point you'd mentioned with it, it's a little bit different, like depending on how good of a player you are and different criteria. One example that comes to my mind is, so Myers Leonard and Kyrie Irving, they both at at a point had made an anti-Semitic comment. And it's interesting how Kyrie Irving went back on the court within weeks. Myers Leonard just barely two years later got like his first workout with an NBA team. And it's because, I mean, what's the difference? They both made an anti-Semitic comment, but Kyrie Irving is box office. And so it it kind of goes under the rug. And so I think Jaw, it's a situation where he's so box office that- We're going to move on. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, well, what was Myers? I, was Myers Leonard's comment worse, though, too? You know what I mean? Well, yeah, it was worse, definitely. It, and, and that's possibly part of it as well. But he just signed a huge deal. And, and I, I, I don't know. I can't speak for the NBA. But if a, a LeBron or a Jaw had done something like that, would there have been a big, you know, like getting him out of the league or would it have just been a slap on the wrist? I don't know. I can't speak for them. I don't but... think they'd push LeBron out of the league. For, yeah. Exactly. They, right. They'd be, do some really public thing. Like, you, right. yeah, like they did with Kyrie. Sensitivity training and Joe Tasai has to feel right. your repentant or whatever the word they used was. But at the end of the day, you want him back on the court. So yes. So I think exactly. I like this. Like, how does it impact potential future things that are similar to this? If Luca and Christian would... Yeah, this is two random players I grabbed of different caliber on, you know, uh, that you can compare. If they both have anti-Semitic things they want to say now, who do you think is going to be more prone to be tight-lipped about it? Right. That's that's right. all you need to know. I mean, right. Luke is going to feel like he can kind of do what he wants a little bit more based off of what the NBA has done. You know? Luke is like, a, what? I don't even know what I said. Right. <laughs> I don't think. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, Luke is a great guy. So is Christian Wood. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> saying that they're <laughs> Yeah. All right, uh, Matt. I think we're ready for a giveaway, right? Can you hey, take this? Boy. Can you take the screen or what? Sure, bro. Not where you at? Matt's coming. Hey, there you go. got, us. You got all us. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So, if you see your name on the wheel, we are about to spin it, and whoever it lands on is going to win a twenty-five dollar NBA shop gift card. If you do not see your name on the wheel, it's because you haven't chatted. So, get in that live chat and tell us your shoe size. I don't know why we're not giving you shoes, but all right. Now it's not shoe size. Now, if you haven't done, it, you got to tell me your favorite flavor of gum. Yeah, favorite favorite flavor of gum. Otherwise, That's you better. don't make the wheel. That's better than shoe size. <laughs> and if we don't like your favorite flavor of gum, <laughs> then you also don't make the wheel. No, I'm just kidding. Matt, full screen for us, <laughs> then spin that wheel, if bro. Your favorite fa- flavor of gum is freaking cinnamon or something like that. What happened to Juicy Fruit? Was it always terrible, or did I just... I think it was always pretty bad. It's, it lasts for like 30 seconds. Seems good as Here we go. Arby's Rose Bee Sandwich. You got one. He's on the Rose Bee Sandwich. I've made questionable. Suspend me for a couple weird, episodes. Weird decisions were made <laughs> in, in the making of that Those joke. Things, I just went too much. I don't know. Running out of jokes. Uh, yeah. Great 
job participating in the chat. Make sure to email us at triplecrosspodcast at gmail.com. You know the drill, obviously, uh, for anybody else who wins. That's how you claim your prizes. You like to give away prizes, guys. We're all about the giving spirit. It's Thanksgiving every day at the Triple Cross Podcast. Yeah. I eat like it is, at least. Turkey's yeah. delicious. I Well, yeah. I'm more of a ham man. Yeah. Jared, favorite deli meat? Uh, man, it's 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 like a 50-50 between turkey and ham. I was turkey as a kid, really? then I, ham's grown up. I split it on the sandwich. Very after, what's, yeah, what's, the, what's the big difference? What, what's the what's the deciding factor? Like, when do you like turkey? When do you like ham? What is it? What's the matter? So, it's hard. Turkey, I feel like mentally, I'm like, oh, it's healthier, so turkey. But then ham, I'm like, oh, man, it, it just hits different. <laughs> so, all right, all right. It just like, tastes better. <laughs> Jared does determine his favorite foods based on health level. Okay. He's okay. one of those people. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, I was going to go with, like, the sushi thing and be like, all right, so who's the healthy alternative, <laughs> like, superstar? In the who's, who's the ham of the NBA? Yeah, who's the ham? And who's the healthy and alternative? The healthy alternative. Yeah, yeah. Who would be the ham? Uh, Ooh, I got it. Okay. I got it. Who's already. the ham? Yeah, let's might be the ham. Go ahead. No, you you got one, Jared, or what? No, no, you go for it. I'm thinking. So the ham of the NBA is either, like, Kyrie or Russell Westbrook, mainly right. because it's like, yeah, they they could be tasty, but yeah, there's got to be a healthy alternative to that. Can we toss Jaw in that now? The healthy, yeah, maybe like Jaw. The healthy alternative is probably like a Chris Paul or like a Mike Conley. You know, it's like oh, they're safe. You know, All right. mm, I could yeah. eat, I could eat that point guard. Mm, yeah, <laughs> nothing will happen. Nothing bad will happen to me. I don't know that they're on the same caliber. Though. Jared said they're like neck and neck to him, so you need like. I don't know. Maybe they are. Flavor-wise, they're not neck and neck to you. Jared legitimately makes favorite foods based on how healthy they are. All right. What he just said was he likes – I'm going to translate Jared speak for you and tell you he likes ham way better, but he, he gets on turkey kicks because he's like, it's healthier. Jared, that's no way to live, and you need to get some, like, salami. Like, but yeah, the things I like All the taste. Italian meats, basically, yeah. like pastrami, salami, what else? Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, those. Pepperoni. pepperoni yeah, yeah, that's – all the it's ones true. that are mostly fat. You get it's all your true. fat yeah. macros in one meal. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Some turkey's good, though. Neaters, man. Shout out. Their turkey is unmatched. <laughs> hey, they don't sponsor it. the show, so we're kind of Yeah, out. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, never again. Not a sponsor. Not, not an ad. Um, yeah, not an ad. All right, Rose B., our winner actually just chatted something in. She said the players have to remember. Maybe. I can do it. Yeah, the players have to remember. They will always be in the public eye, no matter where they are, slash what they're doing, and who they gather with. I, you know what, Chris Paul said something the other day, not the other day, like a couple months ago on JJ Reddick's podcast, where he said, oh, he talked about being a villain, or maybe this wasn't Chris Paul, maybe it was somebody else, but he talked about being a villain in the league, and he's like, what's wrong, what's wrong with being a villain, you know, like, this is entertainment. And he called it that. I think a lot of players don't call it that. You know what I mean? Like, this is serious. This is whatever. He said, this is an entertainment. We're entertainers. There's going to be good guys. There's got to be bad guys. Right? right. You need to heal. Right. And so, right. I, yeah, I think that, Rose, you're not off. It's like, yeah, there, you know, there's going to be – you're going to be an entertainer and everything that comes with that. And, yes, Job is young. How old is he, Jerry? Is he 21 or – 20 um he i think he's like 20 he's younger than you we're 23 now yeah i think let me, uh, let me look up his age maybe he's not younger than you i think he's Jared, my age Felix, 23 
but so I get it. Yeah, people do dumb stuff when they're twenty three. But you know, you wouldn't see Jared. Yeah, you wouldn't see Jared waving a gun around in the club. Yeah, he's just out there eating turkey cutlets. You know, Julius thinks that he should get uh, you know sponsored <laughs> by Athletic Greens. Which I mean, Jared, let's hit him up. You know, like, I think there'd be a great fit for that. You know, Athletic Greens, let us know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Do you want to sponsor exclusively Jared? Yeah. Because I know they don't want to sponsor me. I mean, hey, in his bag podcast. Free promo. Yeah. In his bag, yeah. There you go. Oh, that is true. I do want to promote Jared. He has another podcast called In His Bag that he does with his brother. You guys should check it out. It's on Spotify. Yeah. I appreciate that. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, bro. They they do weird like old stuff though. Like you guys do like <laughs> 2008. Yeah, NBA we love We love history. <laughs> yeah. We love NBA history. So you got to be a historian, yeah. but it's great. It's I appreciate it. Maybe you that. guys can revisit the uh, Gilbert Arenas situation. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. happens we'll in the 2009 playoffs if Gilbert Arenas doesn't get suspended? Mm. Anything different? Probably nothing different. Honestly. Nah. I think LeBron or Dwight knocks him out, but hey, maybe not. Yeah. Okay. What else do we want to talk about? Jared, the West re- the re- the West shifted. Your Lakers, where are they? 10? Yeah, they're they're 9 now. Hey, so the, officially the in the play in the the Lakers are in the playoffs, the play in for the first time right. all season, right? Right, yeah. First time all season, at least since the And the Jazz are in. out for the first time all season. Yep. It's a win win. Um, Jazz will get a high pick. Lakers go in the play in, riding the sunset. Yeah. <laughs> so uh <laughs> John didn't like that as much as you did. I yeah, I didn't think it was a win win. <laughs> My my feelings are not the same, but hey, <laughs> good job to the Lakers. So yeah, as I'm looking at the West, what do you think about Dame and the Blazers? Like, are they gonna they gonna grab one of those ten spots? Because right now, as I'm looking at this, what you have one through nine right now is Nuggets, Kings, mm-hmm. Grizzlies, Suns. They're all locked. Mavericks locked. Right. Uh, Warriors. I think they're gonna hold at six. Mm-hmm. Timberwolves, they, they might drop up or down, but they're they're essentially two games out of like not being in the playoffs. And I think that I think they might hold that spot with especially with Mike Conley. It's just like he brings such maturity to the team. Clippers, I think they'll hold a spot. Lakers and then Pelicans. And then in 11, 12, 13, all tied. Actually, 10, 11, 12, 13, 10, 11, 12, all tied, and then 13, one half game back. Uh, is Pelicans, Thunder, Blazers, Jazz. So out of those four, te- Pelicans, Thunder, Blazers, Jazz, and I guess you could throw Lakers, Clippers, and Timberwolves into that. Who do you think is going to drop out? Yeah, I think I don't. I hate going against Dame because he's such a killer. He's so good. But I, I think the Blazers. I don't think they're going to make it. And so I think currently, as is, because you said the Pelicans are the tenth, right? Yeah. Yeah, so the Pelicans I, are currently the 10th, yeah. They're, they're but the they're 10th, tied yeah. for – so 10th, 11th, 12th is all tied. Okay, yeah, right. I, I think the Pelicans are going to get it, um, personally. If not them, it'll be the Blazers. For sure, I don't think the Thunder are going to get the spot. So it's going to be a neck really? and neck. I think, yeah, I don't think the Thunder are going to get the spot. I think the Thunder I, are cooking, though. Yeah. The I, been they're cooking lately, dude. They, they've been cooking. Yeah, they've the, been the cooking. Oklahoma City, Alexand- Gidges Alexander have been doing really well lately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The whole no, and that's no shame. The whole t- team person. No, it's true, it, and it's the same with Dave. Like, there's no shade on him. I just, man, and maybe it's bias. I want the Pelicans. I want to see Zion healthy for the playoffs, but I, I do think the Pelicans. I mean, Brandon Ingram's back there. I just think they'll they'll hold on to the spot. 
but it's so close that it's it's a tough one. I think Blazers are going to be on that eleven, and then I have Thunder as the twelve. I got I got I want to interrupt real quick. Yeah, you're like between last night and today, you're hot on the Thunder right now. I want to know when they get Holmgren back. Like, and I know it's skipping the next season, but like, what's their potential? Ceiling? I I do, I I can't make a greed on Holmgren. Potential. Yet. Like, come, get out there. Give me a hot take, John. What's the potential? Yeah. All right. Could they finish in the standings next year? Could they finish the top? Giddy will be a year better. I'm gonna. We don't know what Giddy does during the off season, but I'm gonna assume he's a hard worker. I'm gonna assume that he develops his game in the off season. So he'll be a year better. Uh, if they do not make the playoffs this year, they get a high pick, right? Um, and then they have Chet Holmgren. And let's say let's say best case scenario for Chet Holmgren is that he has kind of a Walker Kessler type year. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that's the best case scenario for Chet Holmgren, Jared, or do you think he could be better than that? I think he could be better than that, but yeah. I don't know. First year, I think that's a good comparison. Like I yeah, don't let's think say be anything crazy. Yeah, right. So, so especially on that team, it's not like there's going to be touches right. to go around on that team like there is on the Magic. You know what I mean? Right. Um, or there was on the Kings for Halliburton or anything like that. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, yes, in that scenario, looking at who else we have in the West, I could see them being second behind the Warriors. No. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) assuming everybody's healthy all season I think they're still worse than the Nuggets they're still worse than the Kings well no I actually think they're about as good as everybody healthy all season that's why the Kings are so high it's because they've been healthy so everybody healthy all season they're still worse than the Nuggets I'd actually comp them to the Grizzlies wow yeah yeah with everything everything plays out because best case scenario Chet Holmgren has Walker Kessler type abilities that's on his way to Jaron Jackson Jr. type abilities, or it's it's there, right? Like that's in, that's in that zone. Um, well, that's like Walker Kessler as a rookie. I think R- Walker Kessler might be having a better rookie campaign than JJJ did. So, yeah, like uh, assuming that Chet Holmgren can do that, they get another high pick. Giddy works on his game in the off season, and he's even better. SGA, I think, is a comp to Jaw, honestly. Yeah. In terms of capability, I don't right. know, Jared, your take on that. Yeah, no, I, I actually like that comparison a lot. Um, my only worry, this is the, I know, I, I love okay. it. The only, oh, my only worry better. is, is okay. defensively, Chet, I, I know everybody says this, it's like cliche. Chet is small. He could be a little bit better like JJJ, like bigger, bigger, bulkier. But yeah. again, he's different and I, he, he can stretch the floor. And I think that's a good comparison for sure. A playoff team next year. If, if he's. Hey, he's been not playing basketball for a whole season now. He could have been eating ham this whole time. Let's go. Yeah, all right. And, no turkey on that diet. Yeah, he's and, no turkey, and he's just all yeah. up, filled out now, and he's and, ready to bang. No, you're right. And here's what I'll say. Like, and not obviously Ben Simmons, he's taking a spiral now. But Ben Simmons, Blake Griffin, these guys that did have that full year in the league, I think it helped them. They came in. They both won rookie of the year. They were dominant because they had a year to get used to the grind oh, of the league and the schedule on Ben Simmons rookie of the year. That was, you know, yeah. and I know Donovan, but if you look at the numbers, he, he, I mean, they were a playoff team and he was good. And I know Donovan was probably as equally deserving, but dude, I'll go to my great Ben Simmons was a beast. His first couple of years. He was, the yeah, next he was LeBron. like a 14. He was like a, he was like a 14 and 14 guy. Yeah. I wouldn't call him the next LeBron. He wasn't that good of a scorer. He wasn't, as no, good he wasn't as good of a scorer, LeBron. but like, he, oh but yeah, he would give you fourteen and played. fourteen. Yeah, yeah, and he'd get you rebounds too. Like he, he was the man. It's sad what's happened to him because he was the man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think they could be 
in Grizzlies territory. I think that both the Grizzlies and the Kings could be better than, uh, or sorry, both the Grizzlies and the Thunder could be better than the Kings. I think the Suns are still better than them. I don't know what Kyrie will do in the offseason with the Mavs, but if he goes to the Lakers, Lakers instantly become a can, like top contender with the Suns. Um, Nuggets will remain steady. Uh, and then Clippers, you never know. what Are, are any of the who's, – whose contract's up on the Clippers this year? Anybody? I know Westbrook's, but that's not a big issue. I, I well, think Kawhi and Paul are still locked in. Um, I don't yeah. know about Zubox, but I think most of the guys are locked in, besides, of course, Russ, which I think and they'll, then frankly, be happy he's gone. I'd say yeah, that again. And then, and then Warriors. So, so yeah, I think right, that, right. you know, top, we could be looking at a top six next year of Nuggets – uh, Suns, I'm going to question mark the Mavericks, uh, put them in parentheses, Warriors, Clippers, right. Lakers, and then Thunder slash Grizzlies slash Kings if the, uh, if the Mavericks don't take a spot. Yeah. Um, so in the, sa- in the chat here, Sal Vittori, shout out to Sal. Let us know if you're new. We haven't seen you around before. Let us know if you're new. Good to have you here. I'm worried about Jaw. I mean, I think that's the main thing. It, it, when we're like, I don't know. I guess Casey, you're kind of like four. Like, we can be a little harsher on him. Let's let's do that, right? Like, um, Again, maybe that's what he needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as a precedent for the league to its superstars, not so much because of. Uh, maybe the incident itself like yeah can't let the superstars run the league man and, i mean coming from like the nfl they do. like the nba they do. i don't think does. you're gonna stop that the nba already does so yeah i mean you can't let it get worse right it's only gonna get worse for the league can't let it get worse at a faster rate than, <laughs> right yeah than, you know try and control the wildfire <laughs> right, I suppose. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um take are, some tips from the nfl just like just you know don't let them do it like it's it's a whole other atmosphere right. over there. all right jared talk to me about the knicks guy Dude, these guys were Dad. on a, what, 10-game, 11-game win streak? I mean, Charlotte, of all teams to snap the win streak. Right, I know. You to go to freaking the Hornets. <laughs> that would happen. Like, scary Terry and company over there. But Sick starter jackets. It's, yeah, it's the I pr- mean, back, but they did have the best 90s starter jackets. For you sure. didn't believe yeah. in starter jackets. Yes. <laughs> it tells so. you the presence Michael Jordan still has over them. Just Michael Jordan haunts the Knicks to this day. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's like Aaron Rodgers to the to the uh, Bears. Yeah. I own right. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I I don't know. That was a crappy way to end it. But dude, that streak they won. They beat Boston twice during that win streak, and the mm. like. The last time, just grinding. I mean, I talked about this on our live last night or whatever but the last time when i beat them just friggin grinding they just wouldn't they're the knicks man i'm kind of into them they're just one of those teams that won't go away you know what i mean they're just tough and gritty and that's the best when the knicks are at their best that's the kind of like when the organization is at its best that is the kind of uh basketball the knicks play just for context i had to look it up did you know that did you know the the uh win streak record I did not know the win streak record. Jared, do you know the win streak record? I, I don't know. 71-72 Lakers had 33 straight wins. Wow. Dang. That's crazy. I thought it was, I thought it was a lot the of win. heat. That is a lot of wins. Interesting. What's that? I said I thought it was the Heat in 12-13. They had like a 25 or 26 game, but I didn't realize, yeah, the yeah, 72 Lakers. 
I kind of wanted that maybe like the Celtics back when they just never lost games. Yeah, Bill Russell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Felix said Luke is a better poster boy for the NBA than Ja. Uh, Agreed. So this that's okay. interesting because that would – we're actually getting into an era now. When LeBron leaves the league, Jared, who is the new NBA poster yeah. boy? Oh, man. I, this is something I've been thinking a lot about. It's it's hard because who's the best player at that point? In my opinion, it's Giannis. I, in my opinion, Giannis is the best player in the world right now. But I don't know if he is the poster boy. That's the thing. Like, he's the best player, but I, I'd still probably say Giannis. But I don't know. He. It's hard to say because – Who else is like, in contention? Who are the other Luka, contenders? So Luca is in contention. And in my opinion, Tatum's a sleeper. If he if they can win a championship in Boston, but but really, I think it's mostly Luca and Giannis at this point that like clearly well, in my mind. Gameplay, uh-huh. gameplay aside, who who's the best? Like who's the most well spoken? Because immediately I go to my well NFL Tom Brady, Golden Boy for decades, right? Clear right. passing the torch to the most obvious candidate, Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Both. Great players, phenomenal, probably the best player in the league, it, you know, at their, the height of their careers. But also both very well-spoken, the image you want. And passing it off to a young guy like Mahomes, I think is big too. You, Tom Brady wouldn't pass it off to a guy like Aaron Rodgers, you know, two Luca, years Yeah, Luca's Luca's the youngest of who Jared just said. Oh, actually, Tatum. Uh, no, yeah, Luca's younger than Tatum by a year. Yeah. Uh, snub for the soon-to-be three-time MVP. That was the other person I was thinking is, is the Joker. Um, so, but the Joker isn't as well-spoken as Luca or Giannis, matters, right? I mean, but who did right. we just say? We just said four people, right? Sure. Luca, Giannis, Jokic, Tatum, Tatum, 75% chance that for the first time in NBA history, the poster child of the NBA is not American. Right, right. So it's interesting when you say well spoken. All of them are well spoken. They spoke. They speak good English and everything. That's, that's not really what I mean. But right. I mean like but, the image. Right. Yeah. It's just yeah. it's a little different. That is like we now are an image that our main image person is an international player. It seems to me like the NBA would welcome the opportunity to have an international like poster boy, though. I wonder. I mean, I I think personally that the league would cheer cheer for Tatum to like take the mantle. Yeah. Maybe I mean Jared thoughts. See, I'm I'm mixed because I do. While I do agree with that, the NBA is also having such a push like globally because they just started the NBA Africa games. You know they have games. So I also could see them use this as an opportunity, like you said, Casey, to be like, okay, Giannis. People already love you. He's already well spoken, and he's a guy that's been in Milwaukee. Like he stayed. He's won a championship with the team that drafted him. It's almost like a like a fairy tale kind of a story that I think they could use that to like, boom, push out because that appeals to Africa and Europe because he's Nigerian but he lived he grew up in um in Greece and so it kind right. of appeals to like everybody but Milwaukee he's beloved and so I I do think like if if Tatum was good enough they would maybe push to keep it you know American but otherwise I think it's Giannis is at this point to lose you know it, in my opinion. Felix says Asia needs a new MJ. Uh, cool, random comment, but I, Felix, we love you. All the continents need a new MJ. Um, so Giannis, Giannis is like big on. He like tries to be really funny. Sure. Yeah. yeah, like he's big on like he does like dad lots of dad jokes and stuff like that, and he like his trash talk super weird, but like kind of funny. Like uh, I think there's a story that like 
who was it? James Harden? Somebody came in like in Milwaukee and Giannis wasn't playing that night. And they were like, oh, you didn't want to, like you heard, it, like there, whoever's the star on their team, like wasn't load managing that night. He was playing. He's like, oh, you didn't want any of that smoke, huh, Giannis? And he's like, hey, he no, no rings, no talk. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, Dwight Howard is the MJ of China right of Asia right now. That's facts. <laughs> Dwight Howard is just reviving the career in China. <laughs> I got I got one uh, on Poster Boy real quick. Yeah, coming from a guy like LeBron, I think that matters too. Same thing with like Tom Brady and Mahomes thing. Kind of a natural passing the torch there. Do you have to be a certain archetype of player to take the torch from LeBron? A kind of like do it all guy. So the person who probably had the mantle before LeBron would probably be Kobe, I would say. Okay. So no. Or MJ? No. But is pretty LeBron pure scores. More of a complete player. Is, is that is like that what that, the league that, wants? That's what I mean. Exactly. No, I think the league wants who who is like any basketball fan going to like look at, recognize, and be like, they're an incredible basketball player. So first a while in about 2017, 2018, I thought it was gonna be James Harden. Mm. Because he was, he'd like has such a recognizable look and, and all that stuff. But yeah, he just has fallen off. Um, I feel like there's some Harden haters out there. Maybe that's just well, so that's, ironic. There's LeBron haters out there. But, oh, yeah. Well, LeBron, both, you qualify for both. There's LeBron haters out there. There were Kobe haters. There were that's Jordan true. haters. Yeah. That's true. I think you qualify for all of those. I, mean, I think I just generally hate the poster boy. <laughs> you, you, did not hit, you did not hate MJ when he was the poster boy. <clears throat> Only because you're a Utah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jared. Well, we I got one more topic uh, that I want yeah. to get on, and then I want to. Uh... What a fuck. Yeah. yeah Curry. So, okay, that's a good one. Let's let's say. What about Curry for poster boy? I think Curry would be the ideal poster boy. It's just that he's not. It's what you said. He's already thirty four. Yeah. You know, it's like man, we're only going to get like two years of this guy. Poster boy, and then we're gonna have to find another one. I'd love it, August, but that's exactly yeah. So, uh, I mean, there is a world though, too, where there is a void for a little bit where like nobody demands that like this guy is the NBA. That because it's been a succession, so that's why we're asking the question because it's been this succession where it went like from Jordan to Kobe to, Le- to LeBron, but really from about 98 to what 2001, there was a little bit of a void where there like wasn't that person who was like is it going to be Shaq is it going to be Chuck is it like there was that kind of for a minute so there uh, there could be a void for a minute I, let me throw a monkey wrench on this Wendy yeah I mean that's mm-hmm. a possibility too that's a possibility can't too. forget about that guy maybe that's like LeBron isn't done you know like, yeah maybe he'll be the guy until he's gone you know what I mean he's got a full-blown mm-hmm. retire he could have terrible season after terrible season after terrible season if he keeps playing forever He's the poster boy. You want to hear my LeBron James hot take on this? Yeah. Can I do a LeBron impression? I don't know. Mm. No. I advise against it. Yeah. I've never (laughs) practiced it before, so I'm not going to try it for the first time right now. Uh, My LeBron James, if I'm LeBron James, my opinion is I'm going to be the poster boy until Bronny's the poster boy. Mm. Never going to happen. Which is a horrible take. But whoever (laughs) becomes the poster boy next, we can all be confident that LeBron James already knew it beforehand. Like he's yeah, he called it. He definitely called it ahead of time. Um, so last thing I want to talk about, Luca. So Felix said because Luca, because you can easily cheer for him to win a ring against the all odds. I mean, you definitely can, Felix. That's true. 
Uh, I don't know if Kyrie helps Luca's odds of being the next closer. <laughs> well, Kyrie might not stay with the Mavs. I don't know that that I think the damage. <laughs> the damage. You're just infected. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Ky- you Ky- don't know. Kyrie's like the black flag. He just like wherever he goes, it's like everyone's infected it's now. <laughs> it's a fickle thing when you get into like the social standing of players. Because I mean, I think we all at least agree that it is not just about gameplay. Who the poster boy? Kyrie could be the next villain for sure. Ooh, that's a better one. Who's the next like big villain of the Ooh. NBA? Wait, who's the current one? Well, who's the current big villain of the NBA? And then who's the next one? Jared, to you. Yeah, there you go. Well, Jared. the villain was now he, he's not in playoff contention, but it was Trey Young. He was the villain, man. Like when the, the whole Knicks series, they like oh yeah, painted him to be like the the horrible guy. But right now. I, the thing is, probably KD, because a lot of people just don't like KD. But I don't, I don't know. He's not really a villain. Kyrie, uh, Kyrie's probably the closest thing to a, to a villain. Yeah, I'd probably say um, yeah, because he's just pissed off so many franchises. I I would love to see like the Knicks just play the villain. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, they they've been trying to get back into good favor. Like this last That's thing the they thing, do. Their their fan base loves that like blue collar, hard nose. We're gonna fight Only basketball. Only because their fan base has never had a good team. To they love yeah. even when they it's have fun. good teams. That's what the style that they liked, right? Like, I, and then the, yeah, I don't know. I would love to see like Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle just be like, we're the next like super villain yeah. overlords of the NBA. I think the Grizzlies, though, if you look at a team, they're oh, definitely that's the villain. True. They're yeah, definitely they the villains. Because they they're trying to be the villains. Like, Dylan Brooks <laughs> is, like, literally trying to be that guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They're, like, I'm, they're, like, you know, they're, like, we're going to kneecap Shannon Sharp out here. Just. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, but this is what I want to talk to you about. Um, Book will become the villain, August says. That'd be a good villain. Um, Book's just, like, not outspoken enough, I feel like, yeah. you know? You kind of you kind of have to be willing to say some stupid crap to be the villain of the NBA, right? Um, so did you did you catch the JJ Reddick Kendrick Perkins stuff earlier this week and kind of into last week a little bit? Yeah, I watched it live and I was like, wow, I was shocked. It got pretty. Let tense, me but... let me recap, and I'm going to try to recap as neutrally as possible. Hold mm-hmm. up your hand if you think I'm being inaccurate or not neutral. Okay. Okay. So. Kendrick Perkins, did it start with Kendrick or JJ? It started with Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins saying something, and then JJ responded the next day on first take. So what did Kendrick start with? So I I don't I didn't hear the initial comments, so I can't say like word for word, but basically he basically he, said Joel Embiid should be the MVP candidate, not Jokic. Jokic, right. oh, this was a, this is what it was. Race. It was a race thing, yeah. He said there have been since 1990. There have been four guys who won MVP without being in the top 10 in the league in scoring. And those four are Steve Nash, Dirk Nowinski, Jokic, and who else was the fourth one? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Um, I don't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember who the fourth one was. But there's been four, and those were three of them. And first of all, he is making some assumptions there. He would be assuming that Jokic won this year, and he's outside the top ten in scoring. Mm-hmm. And he would also—he's also not giving Dirk. Dirk was was tied for tenth in scoring, so he was eleventh on the list, but he was tied for tenth. Um, and and all Perk said was, "What do all those guys have in common?" Right, that was what he said. What do all those guys have in common? There was one more who was also white. Um, so it was Larry Bird. 
No, it wasn't Larry Bird. Who was it? I was going to say, like, double-double. <laughs> you know, no, it was, it was somebody else who was white. Yeah, okay. um, I was going to go there. Yeah, well, that, I mean, it was like so, – so he did that. He said that. And then basically J.J. Reddick said, like, that implication is ridiculous, that you're implying that the white voters vote, vote for the white players. And Pert kind of did this thing, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I didn't – that's not what I did at all. Which was like, yeah, all he said was like, what do all those guys have in common? Um, he implied, which uh, to me, I feel like the implication was clear. J.J. Reddick felt like the implication was clear. And when Pert kind of did the hands up thing, J.J. was like, don't do that. Like, yeah, he like, was. Oh, your, you know what you were. You know what you were. What you did were you knowing, mean then? What you, did you mean? You know what you were saying. And, and uh, yeah, and, and he didn't. So, so J.J. Reddick even said, like, you conveniently went to 1990 instead of 1989 when Magic Johnson won the MVP, not being in the top 10 in scoring. Um you know, and, and just different stuff like that. So, so, uh, I don't know. Did I, did I state that ha- those yeah. facts unbiasedly and accurately in your opinion, Jared? Yeah. A hundred percent. That's, that's okay. what went down. And then they've been kind of going back and forth about it. Um, but some players chimed in. So I actually, because when I first heard it and this is maybe, you know, my white privilege coming through or whatever, right. When I first heard it, I was with JJ. I was like, like, number one, if you're going to say that, own it. Number two, that's ridiculous. That's the last thing I would think of as an MVP voter, uh, which is exactly what August said here. Last thing I would think of as an MVP voter, I would just be trying to, you know, assess who was the MVP that year. Um, but some some other former players or black and analysts have chimed in on this and I think worded what Perk meant in a better way than he did or like in a more, they like clarified it in a way that I was like, oh, okay, I get what you're saying. And they, what one of them said was, nobody is more critical of white players than white, like white analysts are hypercritical of white players. But when white players are really good, they're almost, it's like, it's like extreme. Like they're either hypercritical of them, but then when they're really good, it's almost like they're like, yeah, like it's like this great white hope. They don't say it like that, but there's like this great white hope kind of vibe, or there's this like, oh, that guy's really, really good. They like almost over index on like, how good they are he's the next larry bird and so so yeah and 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 he said there has been this feeling amongst black players in the league and actually you know what it started as was kendrick perkins uh accusing Jokic of stat padding and then jj saying he's not stat padding believe it or not he doesn't care about the mvp he cares about winning championships right right it's different than anybody else in the league so so and like perkins was saying like have you noticed that Anytime he passes, they shoot it, whether it's a good shot or not, you know, or just things like that, right? Maybe he's a great passer. So, I don't know. Maybe he was the guys. Wow. Yeah, and I think he, I think he was, I think he maybe pointed out some numbers around that. I don't want to, uh, yeah, I don't yeah. want to pull it up, but yeah, like it's, it's, yeah, I think he pointed out some numbers around like his shot volume has gone down, his passing volume has gone up, and they shooting off his passing volume has gone up as well. Like as if they kind of knew, oh, he's almost averaging a double double. Like let's get him over the edge. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so so Perk started by accusing him of stat padding. JJ said that's ridiculous, and then Perk brought up this kind of thing, um, and then JJ also said that was ridiculous. And this was the thing that I loved about it from JJ's standpoint is he broke the fourth wall of like sports talk shows, and he said, "I feel very blessed to be here. I love being on here every day. But this is the problem with this show is that we create these false narratives that are harmful, right?" And it's Stephen A's first take, Stephen A's show, 
I mean, right. that show? You mean all of sports media? I think, all I mean, he was saying general? that he said the problem with right. this show, quotes, which was like super. I don't, I think ESPN might be out on JJ Reddick after his contract's up because it's like, that's like the thing. It's like, yeah, we got to talk about sports all the time. Sometimes we've got to create some narratives because sometimes we've got to get a little hot takey. Don't break the fourth wall and tell everybody that's what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? But JJ Reddick's used to podcasting, which is this like more you know, genuine format, right? This is what I love about podcasting. Yeah. Players get their platform like never before, way better than social media. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm high on podcasting in general because I mean, how many tweets have we seen that get taken out of context? Right. Like, I mean, there's the list goes on and on, but when you go on a long form podcast, the way that like JJ Reddick does on the regular, you know how that guy thinks. And you know, when he says something like that, that's his honest opinion. And I love him for it, man. Like, JJ does speak facts, just like Andrew Romero. So. Yeah, Andrew. I like JJ Reddick a lot. He's a great analyst. He's a great, like, uh, but yeah, Jared, here's what I'm actually going to ask you to do, Jared. I'm going to give you the hard mm-hmm. job here because you might just agree. Give me the opposite POV. Like, tell me, like, all right, look, you know, if JJ's wrong, like, give me the, give me the counter argument here. I'm going to make you be the high school debate state <laughs> champion that you are. Yeah. I just made that. <laughs> no. I just made that up. Yeah, but, not. you know, let's just pretend it's true. Everybody, Jared won state in debate in high school so now he's going to take the counter opinion you know that jared congrats yeah. nice job bro yeah. Like yeah. last year right yeah like yeah last I lost year. my plaque man I he was a I child had. he was a child prodigy he won it last year when he was a freshman um <laughs> go That's ahead jared. yeah so i mean and and this is hard because i'm i'm a huge jj guy and i'm definitely on that side but i mean i definitely can see the narrative and here's i'll just give one year as an example I can see why. So if you take the Steve Nash MVP, for example, that year, like obviously he had a good year. Well, he won two MVPs, but Shaq and Kobe statistically were both much better um, overall, just as far as statistics go than Steve Nash. And it's not like Nash, it's not like the Suns had won a championship or anything. And so if I'm going to play devil's advocate, that's something to question. Why did Nash get two MVPs and Kobe only had one, you know, and, and right. Shaq. And, and so it's definitely, it makes you think you're like, okay, like why is it just, and maybe it's cause he's smaller and you know, the things he did, he, he kind of, he was the Curry before Curry in the sense that he, he kind of, you know, that seven second offense he, with Mike D'Antoni yeah. changed the game. And so that could be part of it, but that, that makes me question. And I love Nash other than LeBron. He's my favorite player of all time. I know. Yeah. But was he deserving of two? I don't know. Could it have been a yeah. something like that? I don't know what all went into that. Yeah, no, I hear you. And and uh, somebody else said, look, I think that they might just uh, when it's close, they go with who they like, right? Because the the, the voters they just go with who they like. Yeah. So there's a little bit of like you know do and who are the voters? I think it's writer. It's the writers, right, Jared? Or who is it? Uh, yeah. So the, yeah, a bunch of writers, like all the yep. different ones. With, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. It's, me- it's media report. members. They're not all writers, but right. it's media members. So yeah, like sometimes they go through their like. I mean, look, if you are if you are Jokic, and when they ask you a question, uh, you just joke and say it's because I'm stat padding, and then you end the interview. You know, maybe you're less likely to get it than somebody who's given him the interview or somebody who's given him a hot take or an inside scoop or something like that. I don't know. But at the end of the day, if you wanted a completely objective winner, just make an algorithm to do it. Don't have humans do it. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, impact right. on team success, something like there. There's enough advanced stats now that we could just mathematically figure out the MVP if we wanted. That feels like it'd be less fun. It takes away the eye test is the problem. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, that's 
why you need right. humans doing it. I, I yep. wasn't actually advocating for that. I'm saying. I, yeah. So, so right. and the reason I think a lot of people are like, oh, let's not have these old guy writer associations doing it anymore. I'm like, okay, well, the problem is they're the ones with their eyes on the NBA the yeah. most, right? Who do you right. want to do it? The fans? The fans have proven that they're awful at voting. Let's not do that. Taco. Yeah. yeah. Taco fall for all-star. It's, Taco with everything on it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, the, the the fans are not good at voting because they don't watch. The the writers at least watch, you know. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I do – I get it. I, I, I was actually really appreciative of the perspective that, like, some black players are like, it seems like white guys, when they are really good, do get hyped up by the white media. I'm like, that's something I would have never noticed. And, yeah, I, I do appreciate that, like, getting – Jimmer at BYU? <laughs> I'll right, give him the flowers, yeah. though. Man gave Kawhi, like, 48, like, every time they played. But a prime example, <laughs> if we're going to play on that San side. Diego. Yeah, <laughs> right. <clears throat> um, okay. I think we got one, one sponsor we got to hit on really quick. Then we will maybe get out in the next five, ten minutes here. We'll do one more giveaway. Um, sponsor is Herc Clothing. Grab a pair of their chinos. Casey, you need them. I was checking out your booty earlier. It looks a little flat. You know, the, the shorts, the cotton shorts, they're just not doing the trick for you. You need some perk chinos. Casey forgot his whole wardrobe. Actually, it was just still in the wash. It's good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. guess what? If you have perk chinos, they wouldn't have been in the wash because they self-wash. I'm just kidding. They don't do that. Whoa. That was false advertising. Well, I wouldn't put them in the wash, but never take them off. Yes. You sleep in them. Um, link in description. Buy one, get one 50% off. I think Felix, get you some. Get you some and make your butt look good. All right. We'll hit one more question here and then we'll do our last NBA gift shop giveaway. We'll get out. I'll hit the I'll I'll send this to you, Jared. Felix wants to know pound for pound who has a higher impact between Luca and Embiid, both at 30 point mm-hmm. 33.3 points per game right now. That's my other supporting arguments, by the way. Felix's mm. Felix's take is, I'm gonna guess it's Luca without even reading. Embiid has fewer reasons to win MVP this year, and voters want a good story as well. Third for Jokic is greater than first for Embiid in terms of a story. Three time MVP, yeah, I get you. And then they can do the whole thing where it's like he's won three MVPs, but he's never won a ring. <sighs> Jared, what do you think? Right. Embiid, Luca, higher impact. Oh, that seriously, that is one of the hardest questions props to you Felix because I think both are so valuable to their teams and what they offer um overall I I would say Luca is probably higher impact you take Luca off the Mavericks and I don't even think they're a playoff team and if you take and if you take take yeah yeah like really you have you have Christian Wood okay Kyrie now but like I don't even think they're a playoff team in the West (laughs) Now you take and beat off the Mavericks, and they're probably winning the one oh. sweepstakes. Oh man. yeah, that's the thing. And and beat as as dominant and as much as he does, you take him off. I still think with Harris, Maxi, Harden, like they could evolve and they could still, especially in the East, like they could be, okay. be a lower playoff team. But man, Luca, I think just does more. That being said, th- as far as just this season, I think Embiid has. I mean, I don't know. Embiid, it's it's been close, but overall, Luca, I think, has just more impact on his team. I mean, he does everything for them. Like I literally, think Luca has more impact, and Luca plays. So, I'm gonna go with an eye test thing that you didn't mention. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, well, statistically, besides PPG, Luca also creates more offense. So he right. contributes his his contribution points is greater than Embiid's contribution points. Now, of course, Embiid out rebounds him, but not by that much. Luca is the second rated rebounding guard. If you want to call him a guard, I would probably call him a forward if we're being honest. But he's a guard. He's on ball a lot. Um, so he's the second highest rebounding guard behind. Jason Tatum, if you want to call him a guard, right? That one's a little more of a stretch. <laughs> that one's a little more of a stretch, yeah. Um, both of them are in the guard and forward category for that stat, by the way. They're both also in, like, the top two rebounding forwards, I think, or in the top three, okay? So, yes, Embiid out rebounds, him, but not by a lot, honestly, um, especially considering that Embiid is a big man. And uh, Luca has more contribution points. He averages, what, eight or nine assists, eight-point-something assists a game this year. Um, I test. Luca plays on ball way, 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 way more than Embiid did, does. Uh, case in point, the other night against the Pacers, Embiid put up, what, 40, 42, something like that? Yeah, it was, I think it was 42. How many assists did James Harden have? That game he had 20 or had something? 20 assists, yeah. yeah. So Embiid is just getting fed by really what we didn't know who, the person who we didn't know was one of the best distributors in the league in James Harden, but he just happens to, hey, happy surprise, this dude is a really good distributor. And if a team plays drop defense, which a lot of play, teams play drop defense in the East, <coughs> Bucks, Harden will take them apart. And Embiid will get a lot of those buckets. So, yeah, Luka, because it's on ball, it's creating his own stuff. Embiid gets a lot created for him. That's right. I don't know. Let's give away an NBA shop gift card. Matt, where you Matt. at? There you go. He's good. Oh boy. Interesting. This right. is this is cool. That one. Yeah, there we go. Ooh, Matt, giving us the full screen treatment. Love that. I Love like that. this. All right. If you're not on the wheel, it's because you didn't chat in. Uh, we said it throughout. Hopefully you heard it. You should have chatted in. If you didn't chat in, we're not going to wait for you now. We're just going to spin it. But come back. We give stuff away pretty much every episode. It's been it's been every episode for a bunch in a row now. So just come back. You'll win something. Matt, spin that wheel, maybe. You know, that was good timing, Who Matt. Who just knew? That was good timing. He's a wheel master. Brandon. Hey. Brandon. 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 Shout out to Brandon. Uh, on our playback channel, our more private channel, Brandon actually won last night. We do it a little bit different. We actually play games. So you can win NBA shop gift cards by like being more like there's like they're not like high skill things. But Brandon won last night by playing a, by winning a game called Spot the Random Item, where we hold up a random item at some point during the during the stream. And Brandon was the first person to spot it. So yeah, that's two wins. In two wins in less two days. Hours. Two wins in two days for Brandon. Solid. Brandon's on a hot streak. Nice job, Brandon. Brandon, you know the drill. Email us at triplecrosspodcast at gmail.com. Um, and, I mean, now with two wins back-to-back like this, uh, hopefully you didn't make your purchase at and buy some smaller item. Maybe you get a bigger item you now. You could almost get a jersey now. And maybe you send us a cool video being like, what's up? Hey, Cross. here's my jersey. for free because it's awesome. Uh, we'd love to have that in training. That was a really good impression of Brandon. That sounded I mean, just like him. That's my mental. In your head, that's what Brandon sounds like? Yeah. He's like, hey, I love Purple Cross. I, just, I, was, I, I mean, I've always wanted a voice like that. I just, I had to like perfect that that impression just to be able to put that out there for that moment. But, 
Yeah. Yeah. Bro, Brandon says, bro, I'm on a roll. Yeah, Brandon, dude, you, I mean, you're definitely a candidate for MVP chatter of Triple Cross uh, yep. for the season. We should do a season. MVP. Oh, we just had an idea live on the air. Um, Okay, everybody, thank you for listening. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or I, I don't know, wherever else we put podcasts, all the places, any place that's audio, please rate the podcast. Please review the podcast. That really, really helps us. It helps us get like suggested to other people who watch other uh, basketball, sports podcasts, things like that. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, then listen to Casey. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you smash the like button because, uh, yeah, because all the things John said helps us out. Uh, we really appreciate that. Subscribe to the channel. If you're not, I have a feeling most of the people in here are already subscribed. But if you're watching this back later, hit that subscribe button. Do the right thing. You know, you want to. Make sure you hit the bell icon. You'll join our Noti gang. We get notifications whenever we go live. And you know you want to be on our show when we go live. That's how you win stuff. And if you like to win stuff, Click the bell icon. It's that simple. Don't make it more complicated than it needs to be. John, thanks for being here, running the show. Love it. Look at that. We get the fist bump because we're in person. Yes. Jared, I can't fist bump you. Jared, give us one through the, through the screen. Ah. <laughs> yes, a devil. Love it, man. Thank you for being here. Take care of that wheel. Everybody, thank you for being here. Triple Cross, we'll see you next time. Keep it free.